Hey guys, welcome back to Cozy Talks. I'm Michaela. And I'm Jordan. And this week we're going to be doing Darling Girl by, hang on, I have it. Liz, Liz Mikowski. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, also sent me a Snapchat, and apparently two years ago it snowed. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I got, I got really distracted. <laughs> so I got really distracted. That was so um, random. Okay. Yeah, we're doing this book. Something to note is that I haven't read a single page of this book. I haven't even read the back cover. I have no idea what this book is about. So, um, just want to forewarn this you. This is all about me, what I've read, my experiences of what I've read, well, we and were telling really, Michaela about it. I was thinking of not doing this book, but then Jordan... I made Jordan read this book because... You planned on reading it. I planned on reading it. So I felt like I had to do it for the podcast. Because I put the effort in to do the outline and I read it. And I never would have read this book if it wasn't... If I didn't force you. (laughs) You're lucky I, like, don't mind reading books as much. That's very true. So, otherwise, that would really have sucked. Never would have. Uh, Okay, let's do our goods and bads. A good of mine is... I mean, it's kind of ties in with what happened last week is... We went to the beach last weekend, and it was just so much fun, and I really enjoyed my time there. I want to go back. I want to go back so bad. I was looking at my photos. I was going through my photos and stuff, and, like, yeah. just, I finally, like, deleted through all the ones I didn't like. Like, I wanted to wait until I was, like, settled and stuff, yeah. and I was just, like, <laughs> I was there last week. I know. I miss <laughs> it so much already. Like, it, like, like I literally was, thrived. We, I, I just... I didn't, I just got, like, content there, and I was, like, I started having motivations in life, and I was, like, it literally sparked a whole new version of me. I know, like, I wanted to go down there, I was ready to write my book, like, I was, I had book stories ideas, I'm, like, oh, I am now writing about a beach town. Yeah, the minute you step foot in Loveland, Colorado, where motivation's gone. Yeah. Talking to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I literally have no one. Like, I still have anything. the motivation, but the motivation is to go back. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's it's a good to one. get back on a plane That's and get out one. there. It's that type of motivation. It was just so fun. And, like, literally, I was like, like, my coworkers were like, you are, like, glowing. You are. I Yeah. And it's because, like, my skin is, like, tanned. Yeah, I know. My face is. Cl- my It literally cleared up my face. I know. It cleared my skin. My hair. Is literally so I know, my hair still feels amazing. And it's like, I want to live off this high. But I know know that probably a week from now, we're going to go back to Yeah. My skin's starting to act up again, but that's also because I'm going off the steroids that I'm on, and steroids are really bad for your skin. Yeah. Um... But no, my skin was so clear when I was down there. And did you kick my dog? No, oh. she just saw my foot. <laughs> oh, That's why I literally freaked? looked to see where she was. Okay. And then she saw my foot. Um, she freaked out. But like, we felt amazing. We didn't have allergies. Literally, like, I was our, so happy there. Like, we could walk a mile. Like, we would walk up. We walked miles a day. I know. And I we were never out of breath. Which was so shocking. Like, all my medic- medical background stuff, nothing flared up when I was yeah, down there. Which, was which is a miracle. And I was like, is this what normal people feel like? Yes. <laughs> like, I literally went up to my mom, and she was like, how did you feel? And, like, you know, and she's like, how did this act up? How was this? How was that? Like, you know, and everything. Nothing. And I was like, I literally was so happy. Yeah. Because I wasn't in pain. Yeah. And, like, it's crazy to say that. Like, I'm in pain 24-7. Yeah. In my own ways. And I literally was just like, is this what people... Like, is this what I'm supposed to feel like? Yeah. Is this what normal people feel like? Yes. Fuck, I'm moving here. <laughs> and I was like, you know, Georgia's its own type of breed. Just like Colorado's its I own type of breed. Live. I want South Georgia. I know, I do. If I had house. to pick, like... A, if Georgia, yeah, If it was Georgia, it's it's definitely Beach Town, Georgia. I don't know not, where I picked it. I've always, I said, feel like, I've always said San Francisco, but San Francisco is a different beach vibe. It's a different be- I feel like it would be. It's different than um, what we went to. I know. I feel like it would be like North Carolina. Mm, South Carolina, something like that. Too cold. Is it? North Carolina. Was what about like Florida? I feel like yeah. that's just too... I mean, hurricane no matter where you go, but... Yeah. Well, did you know that they're getting hit with a hurricane? And that if we stayed, we would have had like high winds oh and like... We probably would have, like, oh been, like, grounded. Um, when we went to North Carolina, like, two years ago or whatever, three, whatever, 
I like how to wear a winter coat. It was so cold. When did you go? Like, what time of year? It was November. Okay. So Which makes sense because it was early. It was November. Yeah. But, like, I was at the beach and I was literally wearing a winter coat. <laughs> well, that's... I mean, it's it's winter, so <laughs> it's still going to be cold. It's not supposed to be, like, hot. No, but, like, I literally was wearing a winter coat. Like, that's <laughs> not the vibe I wanted at the beach. Well, if... That's, that's what you get for going to the beach in the winter. <laughs> that's why I was so excited to be out like a warm beach because yeah. I haven't been that one for. That would have sucked if it was because San beach. Francisco is even chilly. Yeah, I haven't been in the summer San Francisco. I've always been in the spring, but yeah. even San Francisco is cold. Like it's like I don't well, wear sweater the entire time. Yeah, but that's because the water's coming down from north. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like that's why I was so absolutely. excited. Oh yeah, I to be at a warm beach because I haven't yeah. been in a really long time. Yeah. Um... You know, overall, that was just probably both of our goods is just... Oh, also, another good one is just this weather. Oh. I've been loving this weather. I was thriving in it this morning and yesterday. I, like, really wanted to cancel recording because I just want to read. I know. I read, like, this entire morning. Yeah. I I was like, I don't want to... I just want to read. I've barely read at all today um, just because I had errands. Yeah, I did my errands this morning. um, And I did some cleaning... And then I have a lot more cleaning to do still. But, um, but yeah, yesterday it was, it wasn't rainy until at night, yeah. but it was all cloudy and cold like this yesterday. It was, it was supposed to be and like 70. Yesterday. Yeah, but it only got up to like 59, to, yeah, 55. It was like, that was, yeah, it was cold yesterday. I wore yesterday. sandals yesterday because I was like, oh, if it's going to be 70, like, yeah. I'll be fine. Like, yeah, in the morning I'll be cold, but in the, like, or, later yeah, or at night, night or whatever, yeah. And I was literally like, it was like 2 p.m. I'm like, oh my god, I'm fucking freezing. Yeah, and then, like, I went to take Letty out before bed, and I just got, like, drenched, and I was like, <laughs> where'd this come from? <laughs> it's like, I was not expecting this. But, no, it's been yeah. nice. I've been really, I really just want to, like, if I, I'm so, I, like, I'm happy I'm going to my, hanging with my family tonight, but, like, I really don't want to. So I just yeah. want to, like, sit here and read my book. Yeah. And do nothing. Yeah. And I have homework to do, too, but I'm like, eh, I can wait till tomorrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> homework? What's that? <laughs> okay, a bad of mine is that, actually, when we came back from my vacation, the day of, literally, an hour after. Hour after, after we, like, flew in. Literally an hour after, we had to put my dog down, my childhood dog that my parents love very Cute much. Cute little fella. It's really weird. Like, Have you gone over since? Yeah, because I my parents are um, in Mexico. I remember. I don't um, know if you've gone over since though. Yeah, because I'm yeah. watering the plants. Oh, okay. I'm taking okay. care of the house, so, so yeah. I haven't been over. And it's like, granted, even if they were gone, she wouldn't be there. She'd be with us. But like, you can just tell it's, she's like. There's no dog here. Like, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Like it's literally so strange. That is. That's got to be weird. And it was so sad. Like, like I was crying because like. Of course, we're letting my dog down, but, like, I wasn't, like, this was, like, my parents' child, in a way. Oh, yeah, it you was. Know, they loved this, the bell so much. Like, the pain, like, my dad's cries literally haunt me because it was so, like, I Was it, never, like, just the hollow, sorrowful yeah, type of... Yeah, he was literally, like, oh, like, I everything. never want to see him in pain. He was trying so hard not to cry, and it was, like, that face, and I literally was, like, I was, like, I never want to see my parents in pain like this ever again. So it was oh. so miserable. And, like, my mom was crying. I was like, I'm used to my mom crying, but I'm not used to my dad crying because my dad doesn't oh, cry. Oh, of course, yeah. And, like, he cried when Zoe did, when we had a Yeah, yeah. Dog, but he held but it together he, very Yeah, well. he did. But it was, but he, it was like, so depressing. Oh, so sad. It was really depressing when we had to do it. But, I mean, my mom feels better because, like, we did it because she has cancer and we didn't want to wait until they got to, like, the worst case because there was no treatment we could do for her. Yeah. So... My mom feels, like, after it happened, my mom felt really better that it, like... Like, she's not... She's like, not, you like, know she's, she's not, not suffering. Yeah. yeah. But it was Even so, though she was happy. Yeah. So, we had someone come out to the house and do it. That's how we wanted Zoe. And in all honesty, I think if I was put in that situation, I'd rather have gone to the ER. Because our experience at the ER was so phenomenal. That was amazing. That was an amazing experience. And I don't know if it was just because it was out late at night... There was literally 12 I don't know of what us it there. was. Yeah, I don't know what don't it was, but that was like five like star that, The service. lady that came out to put Bella down, like, she was really nice and really awesome, but like, she had to, like, because Bella's so fluffy, she literally had to shave Bella's leg to put the needle in. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Oh. Just shaving my dog? Yeah. She dies. Like, that's and the last like, thing. Like, because, like, and she was having troubles, like, putting the um, vein in. Because she was so this, dehydrated. She, yeah, yeah, like, the, because um, she's a small dog. And that the sedative has anything relaxed, so it's like the veins are like popping out. You oh know? yeah, yeah. And but like with Zoe, they didn't show us any of that. No, everything's behind scenes. And like, and... dude, that was the worst part. And it was like, I just I was certain told her this. Yeah. So when my when they picked up Bella when she yeah when it happened when, it, when she was dead yeah her head goes because she's dead and I was like. So like when it when she like crossed that barrier, yeah, because we her had head the, just fell backwards. Well, no, no. So like, so they laid her on the bed. Okay. And then, then it was time for the lady to take Bella, and the, she was like, "Would you like to take Bella?" My dad was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll pick her up." Oh my god, dude! It was literally like traumatic. I don't know oh how my, my parents god. feel about it because I didn't tell them about it. So I was like, "I'm not even gonna bring it up." Don't even bring it up. But like yeah. for me to see my dog like that, I was like, like. But like, well, it's dead weight. It's literally, yeah. Dude, it was so depressing. And I was like, she, she's really dead right now. Like, she, my dad's carrying a dead dog right now. Like, she's not asleep. She's not, like, yeah. under amnesia. Yeah. Like, she's, yeah. she's not breathing. Yeah. Like, she's gone. It was literally so traumatic for me to see. Oh, and, But, like, with Zoe, when, they, when, when Zoe passed away, you she had was the literally, whole cocoon. like, stuffed. Like, yeah. She, she didn't seem dead to me. No, she looked like she was asleep. Yeah. And, like, that was, like, it was better for me to see that. Well, yeah, because you don't want to, yeah. Well, to know that, like, I could, yeah, just because it's, like, to see the floppiness and be, like, like, she and can't move. And then my move. dad was, like, trying to, like, support her head. Like, like, like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's so sad because, like, Yeah, I know it's yeah. Before the podcast, I didn't want to go get all into it. Like, <laughs> like, but I was like, I oh tell you. my god, it was so bad. So that's why I'm like, I like, want to cry. Like, it, was, it was literally the most traumatic experience ever. But that's why I was like, with Zoe, like we didn't see any of the bad parts. And then like when I've gone to the vet, they you have multiple people, and I think like they're a little bit more aware, and they they they. You know, or they roll the table out if it's a dog, yeah. like a big dog or something. So you don't see yeah such things. Like it was nice that Bella was but, like in her own environment, and like it, the, that's each true. way, each way has its pros and cons. Yeah, each way because like you, I think ER, you also like, just got lucky with traumatic. Zoe. Yeah, I don't. That's what I'm like. I don't know if it was just the experience. I, it yeah. was because it was at literally at one at one a.m. Yeah. There was literally. How many people was there? Yeah, it like was... they knew that this cat touched so many lives, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna make this fucking special because they have nothing other better to do." Yeah, like we were the it's only literally people there. Yeah, they have nothing to do. Yeah, so it's like that probably played a huge factor. If it probably, probably if it was at like one p.m. where like there's multiple people there, it wouldn't have been as yeah. Maybe it would have. I don't really know. But yeah. Yeah. I just, Jeez. it was very weird to see, see the whole process, like, the whole entire process, because, like, with Zoe, like, they did a lot of it, and then they brought her back after she was, like, you know. Yeah. Like, they didn't put the, like, they didn't put the needle in her, I didn't have to see that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you missed all that, the yeah. gruesome stuff, I guess you yeah. could say, yeah. <coughs> um, bad of mind, we're just gonna follow the same route. <laughs> I know. My mom's dog um, also had cancer, and Thursday night she stopped breathing, so they had to take her in and put her down. Yeah. Um, So they said she just started, like, choking because she couldn't get air in, so they rushed her to the ER, and then um, they put a tube in her to, that way, obviously, you know, so she can breathe long enough to do exams and then realize there's absolutely nothing. Like, yeah. it was just her body failing. That's so depressing. Yeah. I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it's just Because I had talked to her a couple days prior to that, and she was like, it's going to happen, like, any day now. Yeah. They knew. Yeah, um, they did know. So, just... I mean, she was on pain meds, so she wasn't, like, in pain or anything um, and stuff. So they knew it was just going to happen one moment yeah. kind of thing. They were just, they didn't know when. But, but yeah, so. Yeah. Copied each other once again. Yeah, no kidding. Same good, same bad. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. Yeah, on the trip, all we did was wear the same outfits. 
Unintentionally. I literally thought we were wearing the same outfit today. I know. I would have been hysterical. Like, I literally saw you. In my hoodie. What's funny is that today, I like, so I wore this yesterday, but I'm going to rewear it today because, like, it's fine, whatever. Um, And so I was like, you know what would be funny? Like, if Jordan wearing hers today. So I was like, it is like a cozy weather and like these sweaters are really comfy so it would make total sense that she would it be would, wearing it yeah. today. And so it's when I walked in and you saw this, the same color sweater but it's a different one. Yeah. I was like, Because no. I got the, I got it in pink. Yeah. But yeah. I literally um, was like, no I, fucking way. I, cause um, I forgot I even had the sweater. Okay. Um, and stuff and I had already put this on when I realized that I had the sweater and I was like, whatever. I'll That's wear it next could, time. So you would have made have. I probably That's would have, funny. but this is also the first time I've worn this, too, so yeah. this, yeah, because I haven't had a chance to wear this. really either. comfy. Yeah. I, it's one of my favorite sweaters. That's how I feel about this one, Good. so I'm assuming that one's probably, yeah, that, one's that one's a little comfy. bit thicker, this one's thinner, but yeah, okay. anyways. This one's one of my yeah. thinner sweaters, for me at least. I have thicker ones than this. Oh, yeah, I guess it's about the same. Oh, yeah, that's like the exact same sweater. Maybe yeah, it's, wow. Same. So, yeah, it's real oh, comfortable. No. This one's from Etsy. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so. uh, let's do current reads. Um, <laughs> the same oh book God. again. Yeah, same. We're like on the same chapter practically too, almost. We're so like maybe two chapters we're from each other. both reading um, the, the third Re- book to Zodiac Academy, which is The Reckoning. Reckoning, right? yes. Reckoning. I'm 61% done. I'm 55% done. <laughs> so we're literally right next to each other. Yeah. Which That's... is kind of funny. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I want to try to finish, like, at the end of this week. Yeah. Which I think is possible for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Which I, that's basically a week from today, basically. Yeah. I'm, like, when I want to be done. Yeah. Which I think I'll probably do before then, but we'll just have to see. Okay. So, like, Jordan said, I'm going to do Darling Girl. Like I said. Kayla's going to do a ton of oohs and ahs. Yep. I'm sorry. And then, <gasps> did not see that coming. Totally yeah, she went ham on your And, like, it's scratch, and I, that's where my yeah. um, sunburn is. So uh, I was like, no! Yeah, I'm dark. Like, and I only have, yeah, that's my nipple. <laughs> I'm still, totally like, red. Out. I'm still red, though. Yeah. I, because this was already burnt previously... It probably it was only it only retanned. Yeah. Um. So I luckily I don't know if it'll peel. I don't think it will. Mine started to peel today. Okay. Yeah. And mine never hurt. So I'm fine. My face peeled though. My face peeled yesterday. I exfoliated. It was disgusting. Yeah, mine didn't peel. Mine hasn't. Mine's been smooth. Mine dried out the second we got back too. So I don't know if that also was it. But like my entire skin, I've been having to lotion like five times a day. But I also like I don't know. I just. Skin dries out easy anyway, so. No. <coughs> Alright. Let's try to make this semi-quick. Yeah. Because I feel like since I didn't read it, we don't need to make it, like, I don't have any input to say. Yeah. Alright. Let's see how we do. Hopefully I remember. I'm opening the book for the first else. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yours has a gold thing. Yours has gold. Oh, because mine is Book of the Month. Yeah. I forget that they do their... I thought it was just the uh, shells yeah, that are different. Yeah, it says Book of the Month thing in 2022. Oh, and you have... And it's green. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably because it is Book of the Month. Yeah, I color. thought it was just these that were different. No, these look different. That's cool, though. I think all of them have, like, the same, like, A different tone. type of spine. It's like a two-tone thing, I think. Okay. At least all the other ones that I have read, which has only been one other... <laughs> You like actually like open. <laughs> I saw when you went to get the mail the other day. I saw your book of the month. This one I actually will read. Okay, though, and it's I was a brand like... new book of an author I've already read. Okay, I just don't know when I'll read it because you remember the yeah. love hypothesis? Yeah. I didn't like that one. Yeah, just because it was a fake dating trope, so it's mm-hmm. by the same author. Oh, okay. Um, but this one isn't fake dating. Oh, okay. So I think I might like it a little bit better. Gotcha. But yeah. All right. So. Just jump right in. Oh, yeah. handsome. Um, so it starts off the prologue that it pretty much just describes a little girl in a tree. And, like, in a distance, like, it shows, like, in a way, it's confusing at first. So I'm going to do the best I can. Okay. You have a girl in a tree, and then there's a girl in a coma. Okay. Um, like, in bed, she's hooked up to wires, all kinds of stuff, okay? Okay. 
Then there is a boy in the tree with the girl saying that, um, and he's like, oh my god, you can fly, show me, like, can you show me that again, like, that's so cool, and the girl's like, yeah, I'll show you how to fly, um, and stuff, and then when she tries to fly again, she just falls out of the tree instead, (laughs) (laughs) and then, like, right before she hits the ground, it jumps to the girl in the coma opening her eyes. That's Are the they prologue. the same girl or a different girl? It's gonna be the same girl. Okay. It's the same girl, but you don't know that. Okay. At this point, you're just like, the fuck? Okay. <laughs> chick went face plant, chick and coma woke up. <laughs> <laughs> they traded lives. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Holly Darling is the main character. She is, um, she has her own skincare slash makeup company. Um, her fancy. son is Jack, and he... It kind of gives the essence, you don't know anything too much yet, but it gives the um, idea that he is a twin and he lost his twin um, and uh, his father, who is her husband, Robert. Now, we don't know who this person is. We don't know anything else. We just know that they died and it's tragic and they don't want to talk about it. And it was like somewhat kind of recent. Um, it also talks about how she has a daughter no one knows about. Jack doesn't know about her. Um, so, as of right now, Jack thinks he's an only child, uh, you know, and stuff. But, um, her daughter is in a coma. So, that's what makes me think it's that same chick. Um, and she's really, really sick. And she, like, has, she's been in a coma for many, many years. And she can't find a way to wake her up kind of thing. Um, and so one of the reasons she got into skincare and makeup is because she is a scientist and she's trying to hunt down. She, like, has access to, like, the labs and she's using her daughter's blood and she's trying to, like, figure out if she can find a cure because the doctors don't know why she's in a coma, doesn't know why she won't wake up. Nothing works. All they know is that they can stabilize her in the coma and that's it. Okay. Um... But when she's at work, she gets a call saying that, so her daughter is in a home in London and they are in, her and her son Jack are in New York. Okay. Um, But she gets a call from the nurses who are watching her daughter in London saying that um, they went into the room and her daughter was missing. So, just, yeah. So Holly's like, shit. (laughs) <laughs> the fuck? Um, how my daughter missing if she's gonna come yeah, like, where yeah. the fuck she go she hasn't moved in like like 15 years okay <laughs> like <clears throat> okay there's a guy named Barry um <clears throat> this is her close friend there is also like you get the idea that it a long time ago probably like before she like, right before, she, like, right after she lost her husband, they kind of had a fling when she was going through right. a depression thing or whatever. Um, but he is now her lawyer and her closest friend and, like, the guy that helps her run her business. Um, she is going to have him watch Jack because she can't risk Jack going to England and finding out that she, she has, has a sister kind of thing. Um, now we kind of, like, go through... We go into the past where Holly is reminiscing about the time. This is, like, we get the first meeting between her and Robert. Um, He's always had the crush on her, but um, she never noticed him. And he, she has to go somewhere for Christmas to go to, like, her mom's party. Now, they're very, like, a wealthy family. Okay. Um, So, their last name is the Darlings, and it's just, like, if you've heard of the Darlings, like, it's just huge. It's, like, Kardashian kind of thing like everyone knows him kind of a thing um and so she's got to get to this christmas party whatever he offers to give her a ride they go in they realize that so he drops her off and um and she's like okay thank you bye and then she gets inside she's meeting with her mom and she's her mom's very like stuck up type of rich woman not like a bad mother. She's just a very stuck-up person okay. and stuff. And she's like, oh, gee, thanks for showing your face. You're late kind of thing. And then she sees Robert walk in, and Robert knows her mom. 
And then it's really weird. They instantly like look across the room from each other, make contact, eye contact, and they're just like, mm, I like you. I like you. You like me. We have a connection. Robert and the mom? No. God, oh. Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, I was like, wait, the mom, I was like, damn, we're getting so, I'm like, twisted around. I told you it was complicated. <laughs> um, but, but she just saw him though. Yeah, so he okay. He offered to give her a ride because she missed her like bus or whatever, yeah. and he drops her off without telling her he was also invited to this party. Okay. So when she's like getting tea or whatever and talking to her mom, he also walks in the front okay. door separately as if they did not come together. Okay. And she's like, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "I know, I know, like I know your mom. Yeah. You know, or whatever. And um, I was invited. And then they start talking, and then they kiss." Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that, was so, that was so depressing. Are you good? Yeah. Okay. Come here. <coughs> okay. Wow. It's okay. There, there. Um, but yeah, and then, so that's their first meeting, and that's when, like, they've been together ever since, kind of thing. Okay. So now we're back to the present. She is in her lab before she leaves to go to London. I'm talking. You gotta be quiet, honey. Okay, this mic picks up a lot. Um, And all we know is that she grabs a test tube of blood from, like, a fridge that has, like, a lock on it, making it seem like... Yeah, we don't know whose, like, blood it is. We don't know anything yet. Um, And she takes it home with her. Um, When she gets back, she tells Jack, hey, I gotta go. There's, like, I gotta go over for something. And she says it has to do with work-related. And that he's going to be staying with her friend Barry. And then she notices that he has like this cut on his chin. If I remember correctly, he plays lacrosse, I think. Um, he's a very avid like sports high school kid um, and stuff. But she freaks every time he gets hurt and stuff. And so he like, he's like, no, it's fine. It's just like a little bit of blood. And she's like, but did the blood get on anyone? And he's like, I don't know, like, it's fine, it's not a big deal, like, it's no big deal. And she's, like, freaking out. And then she notices that he's getting pale and stuff, and the blood that she took from the lab, he injects him with, and he instantly feels better. So we still don't know anything why, we don't know how, apparently. But that, or he's anemic, we don't know at this point. Um, So then we get, like, a little bit more detail where she kind of thinks back to the crash, and how he needs these iron injections or he starts to fade. But we don't know what that means yet. We just know he fades, so that's why I'm thinking anemic or something. Um, But then we get a little twisty twist, and the blood that he inject, that he was injected with, also, like, his cut, like, heals instantly. Pretty much, yeah. Um... And then all of a sudden, she mentioned something about how Eden has... Oh, yeah. Eden is the daughter who was in a coma. Her name's Eden. I forgot to tell you that. Um, has excel Is, like... Her age is accelerating. Like, she ages really, really fast for some reason. And no one knows why. Do um, you know the name of the daughter that's, like, missing? That's Eden. Okay. <laughs> you lost me first a second. I was like, wait, I gotta pull. I was like, wait, I gotta ask because I gotta know the plot. I know. I was like, do you have any questions up until this point? <laughs> no. Okay. That was my only question. I'm gonna every couple chapters. I'm gonna check in with you. Yeah, check in with me. Because <laughs> this, this is like kind of a complicated thing. Um. All right. So she takes Jack to school and says that when she gets home, she's gonna like Barry will pick her up. She goes to the airport, realizes her flight got canceled, so she goes back home. Um, because it's delayed, like, the entire day. So she's like, I'm just gonna go wait at home. But then she ends up realizing that Jack didn't go to school and that he and his two friends are drinking and smoking weed. And she sees that he got into some sort of altercation and his nose is bleeding really, really bad. Um, she decides in order to keep him safe and out of trouble, she's gonna take him to England and he ha- she has to give him just a little bit more of that blood, not a full dosage. Just a little bit more to help heal the cut on the wound. And um, she also spaz cleans to make sure that there's no blood that anyone could possibly touch of his. Um, When they get to England, she leaves him at the hotel and goes to the London house where Eden has been staying in a coma. 
and she talks to all the nurses, tries to get accounts of, like, what happened and all this stuff. Um, she We have a little flashback, and she reminisces of when she's pregnant, and Robert first brought um, first bought her this house, and this is where they agreed to start their family. This was, like, we're married, she's having her first child, let's start a home here, and it's, um, it's on, like, a cute little hill. Uh, it's got a lot of land, trees, like, um, grassy areas, and then it backs up to the ocean. So it's really, really cute. There's, like, a lighthouse in the distance and stuff, too, so, like, perfect. Um, all the nurses, so we're back to the present. The nurses are telling her all the stories of, like, what happened. They don't know. They just know that she was there, and the one minute she wasn't. Um, there's the only clue that anything, that anyone has is that the window was left open, but Eden, or Holly, makes it very clear that all the windows stay shut at every point. Even if, like, someone's there, windows are not to be opened. They have special locks on them. Um, so it's supposed to be closed. It's completely, yeah, like, the house is not supposed to be open at all. The front door is, like, the only thing that opens. And that people are allowed in and out. And she's, like, done background checks on everybody. And she's, like, there's only certain people allowed in the house and all that kind of stuff. She's, like, huge about that. Um, they said that, um, they said that they were, like, so they all searched the house for any other clues and stuff. And she got rid of, this is, like, our first account that we have that this has anything to do with Peter Pan at this point is that, um, her, as her and her family, they've gotten rid of all copies of Peter Pan, the story and stuff, but they somehow found one in the attic, a copy, and that never should have been in the house to begin with, and that was kind of like out and about, like it was just like sitting out somewhere, and so that's how she's like, okay, like she knows what that means, but she hasn't told us yet, and she had, obviously the nurses got no clue, they're just like, yeah, we found this book, we don't know where it came from, and she goes, I thought I got rid of all the fucking books kind of thing. Um, she's looking around too. She also gets a photo. So the nurse takes photos of Eden all the time and, um, sends them to her just because she ages a lot. And then also just so she can have like images of Eden. Um, and it looks like Eden was about 18 at this time, but yet she's technically Jack's younger brother or younger sister. She's supposed to be like, I think like 11 or something like that. Yeah. Um, the gardener also tells her that he has been noticing the shadow that hangs around the back tree and that it's like, it gets, it's like bigger than like a normal person's shadow would be, um, and everything. And it always seems to be like facing the direction of the house, like it's looking towards the house and stuff, but he never thought anything of it until now. We go back in time again and she's reminiscing of when Eden got hurt her very first time. Her and Jack were outside the house. So Jack is Jack has known her? Yeah, when they were babies. Okay. And stuff. They're little and everything or whatever. And, um, but after the crash. So, so I, at this point, you get the idea that Eden died in the crash. That's what Jack thinks. Okay. But so we don't know why. Sister. He just doesn't. He thinks she's dead. Okay. With, like, dad, too. Like, dad and him are... Dad and Eden are dead and stuff. But Holly's like, no, only Robert died. Eden's just in a coma ever yeah. since. But, but we still don't know why yet. Yeah. Um, so her and Jack are outside. Eden and Jack are outside. They're playing outside in that tree that we get from the prologue. Um, this is when... So when Eden was in the tree or whatever, and she goes to fall in yeah. the... Chick wakes up from the coma. Yeah. So this is that, we're back to that moment again. And Eden fell from the tree, but she didn't fly this time, as we all know. She hit the ground and she hit her head and went unconscious like instantly. Um, Jack was somehow like huddling over her uh, and stuff. And uh, like, he's somehow like talking to her, even though she's unconscious. And stuff. And so Holly's like, oh my god, freaking out. She's on the phone with the co uh, like emergency responders and just like telling them what happened and stuff. And Jack's like, no, he, like don't worry, mom. She says it's gonna be okay. And she's like, the fuck? Like your sister's like a, not waking up. Like she's yeah. unconscious. Jack's like, no, she's talking to me right now. She's fine. She's asking like she says she's okay. And like not to worry. Like not, it's okay and stuff. So somehow they can talk. 
It was kind of weird. Um, and so while they're at the hospital and stuff like that, there's a babysitter that's watching Jack at the house while she tries to figure out what's going on. Okay, back to the present. Jack ends up coming to the house because he ran into the baby. He So he left the hotel, did what he wasn't, like, went against what he was told, went into town because he was bored at the hotel, ran into that that babysitter that watched him back when Eden first got hurt or whatever, and um, he convinced her. She was like, yeah, you remember your childhood home, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool. And so she's like, I'll take you there. And so the babysitter drove her, drove him to the house, and that's when he sees his mom outside. And Holly has to lie about why she's at the house, saying that um, they're renting it to a family, and there's a girl inside who's really sick and that they don't like outsiders um, and everything, but she's just there to check on the tendons kind of thing um, and everything. So that's why he can't go inside. Then, um, while she's like, okay, I need you to wait out here while I go in and finish handling business, and she goes to finish talking to one of the nurses again, and the nurse says that the safe, that so there's a safe in there that had a ton of blood in it from Eden, I guess, she was siphoning, and um, it was the blood she was using to try to, like, help figure out what was going on. Um, the nurse would draw blood once a month or something like that and like send it out to her in New York in her labs and then they would try to figure out like and test it and everything see if they could figure out a way to wake her up from the coma but she said all the blood's gone and the only two people that have the code is Holly herself and that nurse and the nurse is like I didn't do that all I know is that when we found her the window was open that book was on the table and the safe was um open and all the blood was gone um and stuff so Holly has to make the decision to go into London in the main city to find Eden's father. Now, this is where things get a little dicey. <laughs> Eden's father is Peter Pan. Not Robert? Nope. Oh. Yeah. Dicey. <laughs> <laughs> That's more just fucking what the fuck <laughs> type of dicey. Okay. Yeah. Um, Remind me again why I chose this book. Yeah. It gets better. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Holly gets a chance to tell Jack the truth about Eden, but she chickens out. Um, and they get to Jane's house. Jane is the mother of Holly. So Jack's grandma. That's um, uh, She's the one that hosted that party yes. in the past. Okay. So they decide that. This isn't going to be quick, so they're probably going to stay in London for a while, and so they're going to stay at Jane's house. And um, when they get there, Holly locks herself in a room up in, like, upstairs, and she lights a candle and unlocks the window and put the candle in front of the window, and she says that she's trying to, like, call out to Peter Pan because she needs to try and find him because she's determined. She believes that he is the, he came and stole Eden and stuff. So we kind of start getting the idea that the reason... She locks the windows is so Peter Pan can't get inside. It seems like, because she made it very clear when she opens the window she was inviting him in and stuff. And that she's been trying to hide Eden from him this entire time. Um, and that somehow he found her and now she's got to get him back. Um, so she's still, she's looking around. She can't find him. He's not answering her 17th century phone call with a <laughs> candle in the window type of thing. Um... And she calls Barry because Barry knows people and, like, PIs and stuff like that. And she's like, I don't know what else to do. So she tells Barry, um, she kind of, like, just tells him what happened a little bit without, so he doesn't know anything either. He doesn't know Eden exists, is that, like, either. Right. She thinks she's dead, too. Um, um, we don't really know too much about the phone call. She just said she asked him for some help. And then, so, finally, um. Jane does know that Eden was in a coma, so her mom does know that her granddaughter, like, with the whole situation and everything. Um, and we also, like, and ask her, like, okay, so what happened to Eden? What's going on? Like, what do we got to do? And we learn as readers that she had an affair with Peter Pan after Robert died. Like, right after the car accident or whatever. 
And, um, oh, yeah, this, this part. <laughs> uh, they fucked in the attic. So, literally, this, like, pixie flying thing comes in. It's, like, a glowing orb, sparkly thing the size of, like, an orange. Flies in through the window. And she's up in, like, the attic room or whatever, just crying, getting her feels. Because she, you know, she just lost her husband and, um... Uh, her her other child or whatever and he's like and he he's very boyish acting like he's he's grown man but he acts like he's 12 so it's like he's just like ooh a girl like that's how he acts it's really fucking creepy and stuff and then and he like kisses her and then he was he's like oh that felt cool like, he's, like, childish, and he starts blushing, and he's like, can we do that again? Like, he's never kissed someone before, and he's acting like he's five, and it's really, really creepy, and she's like, sure, and someone was giving her attention, and they fucked. And then, um, My question yeah. is, do we get details of that? Yes, Just but I will explain a little bit later. Because that seems weird to me. Yeah, it, it was, like, your least spiciest sex scene. There was details, enough to know that they had sex, and stuff, like, like actual sex yeah. details yeah. and positions, but it wasn't, like, spicy. Okay, I was just curious. Um, so, and we also get the, the feeling, too, which we find out later more on um, about, but we get the feeling that Jane, her mother, had been wanting Peter Pan. And Peter Pan wanted nothing to do with her mother. And so she kind of always held a grudge because Peter Pan took interest in her daughter, Holly, and not her. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> this will all make sense in the end. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. Um, this, when I was reading this, I was just like, oh, I'll think about that later. I'll just take note of it now. And hopefully that's going to make sense later because that shit fucking weird. <laughs> that shit fucking weird. Is weird. Alright, so Barry calls her back, says that he found a PI who can help her, um, and everything like that, uh, to track down this Peter Pan guy, but that, to kind of keep an eye out for him, because he's a little off in the mind, like, he's not quite all there, but he's really good at his job, so to kind of take note of that, or whatever. Um, so she leaves to go meet this guy, and tells him what happens, and kind of just said, like, Tells him, like, enough to know that, like, hey, my daughter was in a coma, she was really sick, she's missing, and I believe her father took her. And he goes, okay, who's her father? And he goes, he goes, she's like, uh, don't find this weird, but he goes by the name Peter Pan. And he's like, okay, do you have a p description of him? And she's like, no. Do you have a picture of him? No. Do you have anything about him? No. Mm -hmm. And he goes, because there's no evidence he exists, yeah. kind of thing. Um... We also learned that, th like, as she's telling the PI a little bit about the history of herself, her family, and all that kind of stuff, just to see how much she can narrow down or whatever, um, we learned that her grandma's, whose name is Wendy, which is Jane's mother, okay, so Jack's great-grandmother, okay. um, her name was Wendy, and she had a brother named Michael, and Michael had fallen from the window and died, from the attic window and died, um, and my, or not died, he fell from the window and he was so broken physically that he had never been the same, he was crippled, mentally ill, um, he had a lot of brain damage, um, always like wheelchair for the rest of his life, so that's like a little tidbit we'll keep in, little... Little, another little note to take because we still don't understand anything else. Okay. Um, the PI's name is Christopher Cook, and he has a hook for a hand. So right there and then, if we're going to follow the Peter Pan fictional story, this is Captain, Captain Hook. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because she goes, holy shit, he has a hook for a hand. And she goes, wow, what a coincidence. And I went, bitch, that's not a coincidence. You fucked Peter Pan, and you're going to look at this guy and go, ooh, what a coincidence. Okay, just take note of that. That was my feelings about that moment. <laughs> um, okay, 
We also learn through her memories that Neverland exists. It's a real realm. Okay. Um, and obviously that's where Peter Pan came from and everything. Um, she reads through the story of Peter Pan again just to see if there's any clues on how to get to Neverland. So how he, Peter she Pan can find is him. also a story. Like Peter Pan is a real person created a story. Okay. And it'll make... I'll explain it further well in the end. Okay. Okay. Um, but yes, it's a real story. So it's just like yeah, me and yeah, you were yeah. talking okay. right now. Okay. It's just they realize it's more than a story. Like, okay. he's also, like, a real person. Okay. He just has a story written about him. Okay. Um, she talks to her mom about Peter Pan, but we don't, we don't have... Just leaves me with more questions that I'm not even going to bring up at this point. Um, Because her mom just speaks in code about shit. Like, we're supposed to know the, like, missing details, and we don't. Um, Then, so, yeah, she agrees the PI. She wires him a ton of money. She calls Barry saying, like, just so you know, this guy's got anger issues. He's also, like, a vigilante type dude, but it better work out, so I'll keep you updated. And everything, he's like, okay, sounds good. Um, she drives around all night looking for Peter and Eden, but can't find anything. No more clues. She also spots her mother all the way across town. Doesn't know what she's doing, though. Um, and her mom just says that normally the children have the adventures, not the adults. And I think it's about time the adults have the adventures, which her mom speaks a lot like that in riddles and words and stuff like rhymes. And it makes you just seem like, it's just another reason I think her mom wants to be involved with Peter Pan and that yeah. world. And she's pissed because she never got the chance. And then yeah. she, like, kind of takes it out on her daughter because her daughter was given that opportunity and her daughter turned it down kind of thing. But we don't know why yet. Um, so we're back to reminiscing back in the past. It's Eden's fifth birthday. And she mentions that... Um, Oh, uh, this is around the time that Eden's, or Jack starts to forget about, um, who Eden was and the, his twin brother that died in the car accident and her father, or his father. So, cause it happened, so the car accident happened so young that he forgot that he kind of like had siblings and that he had a father like he knows he had a father and he knows he had a twin but he doesn't remember them and then he completely forgot about Eden pretty much like he doesn't know she existed because it just he was so young he couldn't form memories at that point um so her mom goes even you know like let's put our differences aside for Eden and I'll try to help you find her and stuff so and she's being a dick about this whole thing um because she's just pissed about Peter this entire time her mom's just a little bitch um, um, she wants, cause she goes, I want to help you find Eden, but I also want to find Peter so that I can ask him like why he never chose me, why he wanted you and not me, why he wouldn't take me to Neverland, why he wouldn't do this and stuff like that. So her mom's just being like selfish in that reason. Um, and Holly thinks that the reason Peter was attracted to her is because he's drawn to emotions like pain, sorrow, sadness, and, she was sad. and stuff like that. And she was sad, and he feeds off that. And her mom was never sad. She was a happy child yeah. and a happy person. And so that's what Holly thinks. But she doesn't really want to tell her mom that because her mom will just get mad about it. Um, we also see the real reason, like, what really happened between Holly and Peter I'm not going to go into detail, but it, so it was about three or four nights of them meeting after the first sex escapade, whatever you want to call it. Um, But then it started to him turning into, he started comparing it to, he goes, I watched animals at the zoo and the male is supposed to dominate the woman. And it's not supposed to be about emotion. It's not supposed to be about anything. Um, it's like a game is the way he looked at it. And then he rapes her and goes against her will. Um, Sick. And then, like, the first, like, time, it was just rough. 
and she just like overlooked it and then the second time he got even more rough and he goes "Ooh, it's fun when you fight back but he's also like 12 year olds he's just like a fucked up dude in the head but he's a grown full-grown man he's just got a boyish literally fucked up mental state um and stuff so yeah it's a weird book um (laughs) yeah so we knew that but um but he also said that he had too many boys already and that he wanted a girl. And so that was why he kept pushing her to have so, sex. Yeah, so he because he's like, I want a girl. Um, so he's had sex with other people. Yes, because he has many, many boys in the world, many children. But he also steals children, too. So, but yeah. Um, but Eden's one of his only blood children. Okay. And so, like... That's why she is so unique and so special because she has his powers kind of a thing. Um, And that's why she was always worried about him coming back for Eden specifically. And because she was a girl too. Um, So Holly isn't sure if the P.I. Cook is the same as Captain Hook from the story and from Netherland. But she has... If, if, if he is, he doesn't remember his past life in Neverland. Okay. Um, but he tells her that he hasn't been able to find anything, and she tries to tell him a little bit more about Peter Pan, saying that he acts like the legit Peter Pan and stuff like that to see if it helps, but it doesn't. Um, Jack comes home late one night, and Holly tells him that like he can't be doing that kind of stuff because she doesn't have any more of the serum. Uh, to use and stuff and he doesn't understand why he needs the serum just that it helps and that he's got to take it once a month kind of thing um but she, because all the blood's gone she can't make more serum for him and so she's like I only have a little bit left so you have to be very really careful and stuff like that but he doesn't understand like we still don't understand why it's really important at this point but um long story short we find out that after the accident he was paraplegic and he, um, nothing they could have done would have made him walk again. Mm-hmm. But he accidentally got a cut one day and Eden's blood got on him and it healed him. And he was able to walk until it wore off. And so, so she realized... Blood is her blood. Is her blood. And so her mom realized that if she was giving Eden's blood to Jack, he could live a normal life and stuff. And she thought, oh, well, I'll just keep taking Eden's blood... I'll use it to try and figure out what's wrong with her and also to keep Jack so he can walk and stuff like that. Um, But um, now that she doesn't have Eden, she doesn't have the source of the blood. She has no no of the leftover blood. She's got to be careful. And she's trying to figure out how to make a synthetic version. And she's really close, but she's not quite there yet. So she's just being kind of hard on him about that stuff. Um, Finds him playing on the field. Um... Um, so she, he meets this guy who's his age that also plays lacrosse and stuff like that. So he, they're out in a field, like at a park and stuff, playing and everything. Um, and they have like a whole fight about it. But, da, 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 da. but Jack is starting to get really, really sick. And there's really nothing she can do to help him and stuff. And he's just like slowly fading, skin tones blanching, and he's just dying pretty much at least it looks like it um let's see skipping a lot of the stuff because it's like not necessarily necessary so the nurse is always nicknamed eden the angel of miracles just because like she was always even though she was in a coma she always looked like full of life and they didn't tell Holly this, but someone had been injured and they got their blood on her and it healed them. So they just nicknamed her ever since then, the Angel of Miracles um, and everything. But the PI understands that she is lying about a ton of stuff and not telling the full truth. So now he kind of wants to know more about what's going on as well as looking for this Peter guy. Um, she... Um, the PI also tells her that there's this new drug on the street that he has been trying to deal with, um, that 
has been targeting teenage boys that puts them into like a euphoric high and then they go into a coma and then they die and everything and so he's like just a heads up like it's your daughter's age as well as like Jack's age and stuff like that um we also um Jack ends up learning that he has a sister and because he finds a picture of him standing next to this girl while he's in a wheelchair and he's like why am I in a wheelchair and who is this chick so she she ends up having to tell him the truth about everything and that kind of sets them they like don't talk for like days after that um so Holly gets some clues thinks she knows where she can find Eden it's just like this it's like a garden it has like a statue in the middle of this giant like indoor garden place and um she sees Eden dancing with this other girl and this girl ends up being Tinkerbell and um they're dancing and stuff like that and she's like oh my god Eden like what happened to you and she goes oh Tinkerbell woke me up um and and everything and she's like okay well you need to come back with me and she goes no I'm not coming back with you you used me apparently she was conscious enough for to know that she was stealing blood and that she was spending she never let Jack see her and you know Jack and her were best friends and all this stuff and whatnot um so she goes home and she's like I found Eden but she's not like she won't come back with me tells her what happens and stuff but she says that Peter is been using control over Tinkerbell and that Tinkerbell if she's far enough away from Peter she can like break the compulsion long enough to like help get Eden to safety but she keeps getting drawn back to uh, Peter Pan so and whatnot so um there's also this underlying like real real back 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 side side story of holly and captain hook having a thing for each other it's so far in the fucking background you'd miss it <laughs> but it just it's there <laughs> i was trying to point it out okay yeah um so she has some issues with her company she got to deal with all that stuff she's been gone for so long that it's like kind of falling apart um gosh there's so much stuff that happens like it's good if you just enjoy a book but when i'm retelling it a lot of it is just absolutely unnecessary <laughs> how far back are we we're we're almost oh okay Okay, I think I'm gonna skip to the end and just give you all the deep, all the ending okay. notes. Okay. Because all of this is like unnecessary. Okay, so the friend that Jack made friends with, the lacrosse guy, ended up getting hooked on those drugs and died. That sucked. Um, then we get, yeah, his name was Ed, but no. So then, um, Christopher and her, they're just about to have a battle with Peter because they found him and everything and they know how to get rid of him and everything like that, um, and stuff. And they have like a little moment and they kiss. So that was cute. Um, Eden shows up and says that... Peter Pan took Jack, and they are in the giant Big Ben bell tower, clock tower thing, um, and that they have to go get him back, and that they have a plan, and so they do what they do, and they go back, and they battle him. He dies. They get Jack back, and we're to the point where Tinkerbell and Eden are going to go back to Neverland, because that's where they want to live, because Eden doesn't like it here, and she'll stop aging if she is in Neverland. Because if not, then she'll continue to age here. And she will be able to help heal Jack. So she'll come back and give blood and do all that. Well, Jane ends up wanting to go with them too. So she goes to Neverland with them as well. And um, 
it's, I don't know, it's just old lady, man. She's just so in her head about everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she does all that, and then they, they go back, and they do their thing, um, and now they're in Neverland and everything. She is able to, they pretty much decide to stay in London and everything, and now Holly and Jack know the truth about everything. They're happy. Jack is healthy. All that stuff. And that's pretty much the whole thing. There's, okay. there's a ton of side stories. Oh, and her and Christopher end up being together, too. <laughs> the end. <laughs> there's just so the much. Fuck? I don't really know how to process this because since I didn't read it, I'm just very confused. It's a lot. There's, there's like... 20 small important details in each chapter. Interesting. But if you miss one detail, it's not important to talk about any of the other details. Okay. But that but it's still like a part of the story, you know? Okay. But it's so confusing. So unless we had 5 hours to go through every detail. Yeah. You know. Cuz like there's different characters that I didn't even mention in here that have like a huge plot twist and then she has, like, this whole conundrum with her company in New York. She has falling out with her lawyer. She loses her company. Um, gets it back and then decides to sell it. She has this whole, like, narrative arc with just her son by themselves. There's, like, a lot of magic involved. Glitter. If you see a red feather, the red feather it means that Peter was here. There's all these boys getting kidnapped and killed and magic is being stolen. There's a ton of stuff in here. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, d I would recommend this book if... Because it was a good book. But, like, I would only recommend it if I knew it was a book someone would... I, I know they would like. Like, this isn't a book you just recommend to anyone. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I would, I would never recommend it to my family. But I'd be like, if you like the fantastical type of narrative and, like, plot, yeah. read it. Okay. And if you don't have to have romance, read it. And that's why you didn't and tell it's just to read cute, it. Exactly. That's exactly why I told you not to read it. I'm like, you're going to fucking hate this book. <laughs> <clears throat> like, I can appreciate this book as a writer and a reader yeah. and, like, an English major. Yeah. But if you don't have a passion for that kind of stuff, you're going to hate this book. That makes sense. That's why. Because, like, the writing was really good. Story building was good. Character building was really, really good. So, yeah. But um, the Peter Pan side of things, this is the only thing that you um, would fill in a small detail for you. Um, so, the Darlings, that whole family line, um, Peter Pan had pushed her great-grandma's, or grandma's brother out the window, remember? He, her, um, she was trying to take her, her grandma Peter Pan was trying to take her grandma, and her Wait, grandma me. said no, because it's either, I'm not leaving my brother behind, and he goes, well, fuck your brother, and pushed your brother out the window and tried to kill him so that Wendy would go with him. Interesting. Yeah. And that's, like, the first experience with Peter Pan. Okay. And then okay. they started telling, as children, they started going, oh, there's this magical person. There's this magical guy that comes and does this, there's this, there's that. The media heard about it. Some guy just said, hey, I want to write a book about it, and you guys can get, like, credit for it, and it'll be based off, like, you guys and everything, and then it became this book, and so now, and, but to them, it's, like, legit, it's, like, their family yeah, history, yeah. but the world just thinks it's a Doesn't, fictional yeah. story, so, and that guy actually ended up being Captain Hook, it's just, he doesn't remember his Neverland life, so he was in Neverland, and he's the good guy trying to He's been trying to kill Peter Pan for a while, but Neverland, um, in Neverland, Peter Pan killed him, and he reincarnated into a mortal, and he just shows those same features, obviously, because we have to know Captain Hook in the book. Yeah. So, um, but he, yeah. And so it just makes sense that his storyline lined up again to try and take Peter Pan down again, but as a, his mortal self. Interesting. The end. Okay. <laughs> that was fucking weird. Yeah. 
It was a very strange book. Yeah, that sounds strange. But, like, I give it to her for coming up with that. Yeah. But that's about so it. So, what was your rating? I gave it... No more than a three. Okay. Two and a half, three. Okay. Because it wasn't... I just personally don't care for the book. Yeah. But I thought it was... It was from it good. From being... From the yeah. author's standpoint, that was a good book. Okay. But I'm not... I'm. It definitely wasn't like a, ooh, that's a... F- something I want to read in my free time type yeah. book. That makes sense. So. And I just also wasn't into Peter Pan. If I was into Peter Pan... You would like That it. story, yeah. I might have liked it even more. Yeah. So, if it was, like, a whole different Disney arc or something like that, it could have... I probably would have given it more. Okay. But I'd probably just give it a three, because I didn't hate it. Okay. It was just weird. Makes sense. Just, like, there were times it just made me uncomfortable with this Peter guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he steals the souls of boys, so he can always stay young to be a boy himself, which is why he acts like a boy. Okay. Yeah. But he's a full-round man. He's a man it's just body. weird to me. With a boy mind. I don't really like, I don't really like that. Mm-mm. Yeah, he was a very, and it was described as a very, like, creeper-ish. Character? Yeah. Like, it was intentional to be, he was supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I just got the yeah, intent for that. Because like I was like, maybe I'm just overthinking it. But yeah. I was like, at the end, I started realizing, like, no, that's, that's like, she wrote him like that to be creepy. Weird. Yeah. So, questions. Uh, honestly, um, <laughs> not really. Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't really know what to think about it. Yeah. Darling Girls, her second novel. Yeah, I just saw that. And now let's read the exact same thing. <laughs> well, that was interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Anything else you want to wrap it up by? Not really. Me either. No. Concerned I didn't read the book. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say about that. Um. Anyway, okay. Before we end off, make sure you read the first book of Zodiac Academy. That'll be our next. Yeah. Uh, cozy read, in and that two will weeks. come out. Yeah, on September twenty fifth. So. In two weeks, we'll go over that. It's such a good book. I highly recommend you guys read Zodiac Academy. It's really good. Okay, guys. I think that's it. Oh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Give us a rating and review. Follow our social medias. The Cozy Talks Instagram is at K... <laughs> nope. It's at Cozy Talks Podcast. My Instagram is at K-A-Y-3-1-0-0. My Instagram is at J-R-O-S-P-13. And follow my YouTube channel. It's Nikki and the Mess. No, it is not. It's KM. <coughs> Just KM. Yeah. Like spelt out? K-A-Y-M. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I changed it that way. I just kind of did. I felt like doing it one day and I just... Just did it? Just did it. Yeah. And fucked up the podcast now. I Thank know, you. I really did. <laughs> um, I put out our Covington vlog... Oh, yeah. Which is really cute. And then the beach vlog will be coming out. And, like, I think I set it for Wednesday. I want to watch those ones. They're really cute. They're fun. Yeah. So, go check them out. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> I think that's it. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> and that's And that's <laughs> Let's try that again. One, two, three. And, and that's, that's Cozy, Cozy Talks. Talks.